swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tramia Instant Post Match Reaction Podcast at This Is Tramia on Twitter. My name is Matt Hibbert at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. Joined as ever by Paul, big time, big mouth, lazy arse Harper at Paul Harper82. Jake Keogh uh, at Jake Keogh Double H is still, unfortunately, holed up in his prison cell, unable to get Wi Fi. That's why he dropped off the, um, just disappeared on the Wembley special with Johnny Morris and Chris Malkin last week. Um, a great. Is it all important question, isn't it? No, he didn't, did he? Oh, he did. No, he did, didn't he? He got the one in on um. What the one question? Yeah. About Johnny Morrissey being a bargain. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know, contributed more than you, didn't he, Paul? <laughs> I didn't need to contribute. <laughs> no, he didn't. My contribution was getting him on the call. You know what, Paul? You set it up, and in the same way that you contributed very little to that podcast, you know who contributed very little tonight because he didn't have anything to do because we played so well. Mister Scott Davis and goal had nothing to do. A Really good away performance down. And admittedly, you know, they look a poor side south end, the second bottom, they're in trouble. Uh, but a 2 0 win down there, two first half goals. The first goal, Paul, was again. It's a good beauty. Oh, what, like, was it like a 20 man passing move? And, you know, we kept the I ball, clever pass. Much. Even if it was 10 or 12, it was the it's way about, we kept the ball. More than a dozen. Yeah, and it's the. Yeah, recycling possession. Yeah, exactly. And then precision balls in the final third. Little ball in behind. Get the overload. Cut back. It's a hell of a finish. Under, As I've said many times, Paul, the best goals are on the side of the bar. Bounce down, bounce up. Yeah. Tony Yeboa, that's what we call him. Yeah. And what a strike by Paul Lewis, who yeah. I think we touched on it on Saturday, didn't we? said that with Vaughan <laughs> out. <laughs> no, I, I said he, he's done no, a job. he was useless. <laughs> who said he was useless? Everyone on Twitter was going, what, what's the point of him? Except me, well, mate. Except well, me. Lone yeah, voice of reason, Paul. Well, yeah. Um, I think he did a great job, didn't he? He's a false nine. Yeah. I think if you break down that goal, I mean, it's such a simple ball, but the the, the ball from um, Spearing to, I think it's George Ray, is it? I think so, at the back, just quickly recycling the ball, and then the ball, the lofted ball to the right back from George Ray was fantastic. And then the way that O'Connor just burst forward at pace, and then plays a lovely weighted ball down the channel, just inside the full back for Woolery. 
um, yeah, just superb football. And you, you, you're thinking, wow, we can do this. Uh, why didn't we do it on Saturday? But, you know, really good move, really good finish, as you said. And, yeah, Lewis, he is one of them players. He's either really good or he's you know, barely recognisable on the pitch. Um, I think he's just one of them. One of them. <clears throat> he's either really quiet or he's really involved. Um, there's no kind of middle ground. A bit like you in a night out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just it, go walk that goal, um, the first touch from O'Connor that gets it out of his feet in his own half. I think yeah, it's Clark. That's, Clark that's, or Ray switched it. I'm pretty um, sure it's George Ray. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Give huge a, credit too. For... And O'Connor makes that bursting run, like down the line, slips that great ball in behind. Woolery pulls it back, and it's just a great finish. It's a great goal. Just a great yeah. goal. And then the second goal is, um, I mean, I thought we could have maybe scored. The, the initial corner was a great delivery. Yeah, yeah. And they, they defend recycling. Recycling oh, the ball, recycling, keeping hold of it, not forcing rush the ball back in, did he? Yeah, not forcing it, getting into the right position, you know, getting into a position to with the ball in from that left hand side, and and obviously George Ray gets up nice and slow, flicks in that post, three really good. There, wasn't there? Yeah, three really good, up. really good ball in, and oh, just needed that. You can't that, defend that. One of them to get a touch, and then I thought we could have. We could have killed the game off completely. I thought Kane Williams had a weird game, and like his first touch was fantastic. Everything was great until his final ball or his shot, and then it just went to pieces, didn't it? Um, but like it, there was a minute, like about a minute ago, they were playing it around at the back, and he sprinted like it broke his neck to try and block their defender clearing it. And I wanted to be like, "Fucking calm it down, mate. You know, <laughs> you don't want to get injured." Um, but that just sums up the performance. I thought, obviously, second half. They got didn't really get back into it. They had a couple of like half chances. They had that one that bounced in the box and the fella put it over the bar. They had that one off the the corner where I thought it was going to be a Paul Scholes versus Bradford volley, but he controlled it and then scuffed it. And you know, it was good defending, but you know, no real. Like I say, Scotty Davis didn't have a save to make, and we were very much in not even first gear. We were in neutral for the second half, weren't we? Just yeah, and you got the feeling that. that if we needed to, we could have kicked in again. But in yeah, terms of, I think it was. Sorry, Matt, I think it's one of them where you're looking at the first half performance and, you know, you get two goals fairly early on. Can we push on? Can we boost the, the goal difference, which might make a difference, you know? Yeah. Because it's so tight up in the, uh, you know, among the, the top the top few teams. It's much tighter now than it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, and obviously, um, I mean, I, I haven't checked the full times, but I knew a few scores were going our way. Yeah, but, do you want me you know, to... that, that goal difference could be could be really important, and you do it just thinking they were there for the take. They were awful. Southend not impressed by them whatsoever. Um, they're obviously going to struggle as they did last year. But yeah, you know, I think we we did what we needed to do. Get them three points. It's a good response from from Saturday. Obviously, everybody was very disappointed as we you know as we we spoke about. Um, at the weekend so get it out of the system um, and yeah look forward to, to Wembley now and you know got a bit of a positive result you know I'm sure the players will have a bit of a bounce in the step um, obviously there's something really big to look forward to at the weekend so yeah onwards and upwards I'll I'll just quickly go through the, the full times um, the ones that were relevant to us Bolton held on to beat Cambridge 2-1 a draw would have been the ideal result but 
you know, Bolton do worry me. They're on their own, unbeaten in like nine, isn't it? I think one eight of them as well. He obviously drew with Bradford on on Saturday, but Bradford were on a hell of a run before then. Carlisle got a late equaliser at home to Grimsby, but it's not the worst result. Salford lost at Crawley. Morecambe got a 94th minute equaliser at Forest Green, so that was the best result for us, wasn't it? A draw there. Uh, Cheltenham lost at Mansfield, 3 1. Good result. Newport got a 96th minute penalty and beat Bradford 2 1. Um, and Exeter won at Scunthorpe. So, not the, you know, by f- not the worst results by any stretch of the imagination. It leaves us, Paul. Um, we still just can't quite crack that top three, can we? No matter what happens. And obviously now we're not playing in the league on the weekend. So, um, it leaves us two points off the top. 59 points. Cheltenham go top. That's not made. Yeah, Cambridge second. We've got two games in hand on them. We're one point behind them. Forest Green third, a point ahead of us. We're fourth on fifty-seven. Then Morecambe on fifty-six. Who people thought they'd fall away. They're not hardy. They've mm-hmm. come back in two wins uh, in the last yeah. two games, and then grabbing a last-minute point away at Forest Green. Newport getting back bit about form together since we beat them the other week. Bolton, the form team in the fucking country at the minute, ridiculous. And then you know, Exeter winning tonight. Salford losing. You know, it's there's about there's like ten. You could even go as low. I mean, Carlisle. Everyone was thinking of them. They were favourites for the league, weren't they? A few weeks ago, they're thirteenth. Mm-hmm. No, that that was their first point in the last five. <laughs> they lost the last four. We started yeah. that run, didn't we? For them, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, they've got but, they've got games in hand. But it's it's I say, put it's just, so it's so tight, isn't it? Yeah, but it just goes to show, like those top teams. You know, a couple of them drop drop points. They've dropped points in recent weeks. You know, it's getting to that stage of the season where, you know, a few nerves all cre- creep in. And we just you, we keep saying it, consistency, that's the key word. We can just stay consistently, um, you know, at a good level. You, know, you can take the, you know, the one or two defeats every, you know, five or six if you're picking up wins in between. And I think if we can... So what's that? We, we lost on... On Saturday, what was that? Four wins in the last five. Yeah, that's twelve points. If you if you if you take it as a block of five, that's a good re- good return. Twelve points from a possible fifteen. So if you look at it like that, and if we can do that for the you know three more times, if you like, for the last the fifteen games we got left, and all that. Um, fifteen ga- uh, thirteen games left. Thirteen games. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you keep that that same ratio for the next you know, the, the remaining games, and I don't think we'll be too far, too far away, if not, you know, at the top. So, just got to just gotta keep keep on going, keep on going and plugging away, and you know, fingers crossed that, uh, you know, one or two teams, it catches up for them a little bit, but it's been a strange all season on it in many ways. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd look ahead here to the, the Saturday fixtures, and if you've looked ahead, Paul, obviously we're not playing. Um, Carlisle host Bradford, uh, Exeter played Cheltenham, Forest Green host Harrogate, Morecambe host Newport, Cambridge go to Oldham, Bolton go to Port Vale. So there's you know the the teams around. There's no real easy games there, would you? A couple of teams, you know, obviously Morecambe Newport playing each other, Exeter Cheltenham playing each other. No one's got a game there where you'd say you know it's a, a banker or an easy game. Port Vale's not an easy place to go for for Bolton. They're they're run must end soon. You know, by all accounts, they're not even playing that well. Their own fans are still saying. But it's a, a club that size, isn't it, if they get momentum going? Mm. Uh, as they have. Well, we've seen it. Well, it happened to us as well, didn't it? So, 
And then obviously we're back uh, a week tonight. Actually, no, it's been moved to Wednesday, hasn't it, our game? Yeah, we, yeah so week's we're playing on Paddy's night. Woohoo, what a bit. Um, but then next Tuesday's games, just for. Um, it's all the people with, with games in hand, so to speak. Cheltenham host Barrow, you'd fancy them there. Carlisle goes to Mansfield. Port Vale host Newport. Salford host Colchester. They're the only real, there's no other real top teams playing there. So you wonder if we could be, I'd say if we could still remain three points. Outside, basically, if we win next week, could we go into the top three? It's one of those, isn't it? You, you take that, but. We're in a great. We're in a great position. We were still in a great position on Saturday, weren't we? But it was just that yeah. overreaction. Is it again? Paul, it was just I don't the wanna... of the defeat. It like, was. It was just a really poor performance, this, this, wasn't it? This is what this is what happens when consistently we've been doing really well, and we've been beating those good teams, and you know we've got we had what one four in a row, three in a row, or something before. Three in a row, and you go into a game where you know the other team is. I mean. I mean, they were decent. To be fair, to be fair to them, but the job it's a team that we should. Yeah, I mean, it's a team that you should be looking to, you know, take something out of. Um, and I think that's where the, the kind of the reaction comes from. Yeah, um, you see us play really well, you know, the week before, and then it's they don't reach the same levels. But it is difficult to do that. It is difficult to do that, and the the sign of a good side is how you react to disappointments. And tonight they've gone, you know, I was going to say a difficult place, but it's not really, is it? South End, they're terrible. But well, long, long away journey on a Tuesday night, not, yes. it's not the ideal thing to do. But they've come away with a, you know, comfortable team now, so you can't really complain. Um, yeah, on to Sunday, play the reserves, and then a big game next Wednesday. I've got a, a point to make here, and again, I don't want to harp on about our pitch and other pitches, but their pitch looked a lot better than ours, didn't it? Well, it's a lot greener. A lot greener. There was one little tiny patch with a bit of sand on, wasn't there? But we, you look at the football we played tonight, certainly first half, even second half, we played some really good football on the ground. One touch passing. Yeah. Clark, Ray, Spearing, Morris. Morris, by the way, comes back in. And looks the player that we all, you know, that he was last year um, when he was like our player of the season. Feeney, like some of the balls he spread and them diagonal balls, just you know, his delivery when he gets it right quality. There's so much quality still in there, even without James Vaughan. And I think yeah. the hope is, isn't it, that he's had, has he had his operation today? Or was it tomorrow, this week? Yeah, it was or was it even Monday? Today. Yeah. Um, and it's apparently it's one of those, isn't it, that they've said, they'll only know how long he's going to be out for once he's had the operation and the swelling's gone down. So, yeah. you know, hopefully it's good news. Would, at the minute, would you say take a month out? I think I would, personally. Get him back for yeah. the last six that'd or seven be, games. That'd be a good result. Yeah, it would. Um, but, but yeah, what do you think of the pitch situation, Paul? Do you think that it is hindering us? Because we certainly uh, struggled to play on Saturday, or was it just one of those days where the performance wasn't good enough? There's, there's no doubt in my mind that the pitch is a factor. And Mr. Palios has made a bit of a rod for, him, but for his own back when he did the pitch by saying we were going to have the best pitch in the league. We don't. As <laughs> simple as that. Um, yeah. Albeit, yeah, it's great that we've been able to get games on. And obviously Liverpool ladies have been able to get games on. I'm, I'm sure not 
don't actually follow mm-hmm. their progress too closely. But, you know, it drains better, great. But <laughs> the grass doesn't seem to be growing, does it? It's just dead and there's no. bubbles everywhere. Yeah, and that, that didn't help on Saturday. And it's, it, it, it's, it, it's excuses because you've got to deal with these things. And in the lower leagues, you've got to, you've got to expect that come February, March, April, that the pitches aren't going to be pristine condition. But, you know, when you're told in the summer this is going to be the best pitch, it's going to be like the Premier League and they're all bigging it up and it ain't, then that's kind of where the kind of... The, you've, made a, the, you've made a rod as, for your own back, haven't you? Yeah, it's the same as you go on a good run, you play a shitty team like Crawley, and they weren't shit, but you know what I mean, and you come a crapper and, you know, we were told this pitch is going to be Premier League standard. You watch matches a day every week and the pitches are perfect every week of the season. And this one isn't. And, you know, hold your hands up. But I'm sure they'll get it right. But it, at the minute, it's, it is a factor. Uh, it's not ideal because we do like to play, you know, ball on the ground. And when it's bobbling everywhere, it's difficult. But the players have just got to adapt to the conditions and play them as best as they can. Um, try not to make excuses from it but yeah it, it's not ideal it doesn't particularly suit the, the way that we're trying to play but you, they've just got to deal with it as best they can fortunately for us our next few games are around grassy pitches well yeah so. I was thinking that, that do you know what it's going to be so nice to go to Wembley on Sunday pitch should be like a carpet there a nice big open pitch yeah can we you know it'd be nice to you know, even if we lose, put, be a bloody good game of football. Show people that you know, like the goal, first goal we scored tonight, and first our performance, and like how we played at Oxford, we can play. We're a good football side here. Like, there's a reason we're in this final. There's the reason we're fourth after the start. We had. We are a good football side. We play good football. Keith Hill's got us playing good football. You know, arguably, and I loved the Mickey teams. You know, the, the two back-to-back promotion teams. But I'd argue the football we're playing on the hill is be- is much better than that. You know, we were very direct, weren't we, at times because of Nors. And, you know, obviously we had Cocky before that. So there was a style of play. But when, you know, we'd go in behind and we'd look for Nors making that run. Um, the football we're playing here, when we get it right, I don't think there's many in this league can compete with us. And it's going to be, I'd love to think it's going to be a bloody good game of football on Sunday because um, they're. 2-0 up tonight at Pompey a couple of minutes ago. They're in some real good form, aren't they? Um, and they'll fancy themselves. 100% they'll fancy themselves Sunderland, won't they, on oh, Sunday? They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll be saying, oh, this is our big chance to win a trophy. Yeah, <laughs> that, Wem- the Wembley Cares. They um, <laughs> they've won, um, they're unbeaten in six, won four of the last six. Won, uh, sorry, in seven now after this. So they're unbeaten in seven, won the last three. They're in some fucking good form. They are climbing that table like, if I was another team in that league, I'd be going fucking to hell, Sunderland are on the bounce. They're, yeah, so after tonight, they'll be they'll be fourth. Just five. A bit like us. <laughs> they, had, they had a really poor spell, didn't they? Um, who's in charge up there now? Uh, Lee Johnson, man. Oh, so yeah, exactly. So it's very similar to us, change manager. Um, he's a good manager as well. I've always liked him. Yeah. It's it should be you know what, it should be a good game of football. There's no pressure. I just don't want us to get battered you know, and lose four 0 or something. Yeah. But I, I don't think we will. I think we've got a bit no, too I don't think we will because some of the uh, perennial bottlers. <laughs> <And we're, laughs> 
So, so we've got a chance. We've got a chance. But yeah, if, as I jokingly said earlier, I would, I would play a weak inside. Well, uh, keep those keep keep those key players fit for Grimsby. Team. Well, but yeah, one of them Clark. put them have them on the bench. Yeah, would yeah, anyone argue yeah. if we start with you know Sid it's Nelson, Manny Monthe, George Ray, and Manny Monthe? You know yeah. the Oxford team, but still had a great side and. You know, I was thinking tonight. I know I tweeted out as a joke, Black and Taylor man the match for thirty seconds. But do you think a game like Sunday, you put them in and you, you pull them to one side and go, "You're starting on Sunday. It's live on Sky Cup final. Go and yeah. go and show how good a footballer you are, yeah. and like it's, play yourself you back shop. in the hands. Well, sure it's, it's your shop window. Yeah, she want like, that move. Um, like, would you be? I don't think any of us would argue with that because we know you know, go back just before Christmas. He was our best player, weren't we? And we were all thinking, God, we'll be lucky to keep hold of him in January. Um, and we we know the talent he's got, and if he's I mean, on his day, he's unplayable. I don't know. I don't know what's happened behind the scenes. I mean, it it would be harsh on someone who has played to be dropped and shown good attitude to be dropped for some petulant lad. I mean, I don't, I, again, I don't know what's happened and whether he's, you know, throwing his toys out of the pram or yeah. whatever's, whatever has happened to see him be out the sides for a long period. But, <laughs> okay, here you go. Have a play at Wembley. I, I don't know if that would be the right move. I'd have him on the bench. But, yeah, I, the, the team that played against Oxford, didn't they? I mean, they, they've more or less got us there. Some of the young lads who have come in, done well. You're talking there, Paul, about... A great opportunity. Um, petulant, bad attitude. Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> it sounds to me that you are. Yeah. It sounds well, to me that, that you're describing this is, your, uh, this your Tinder profile. This is I can talk about these things with authority. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what your missus told me about you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, the gloves things. It does get on my nerves. Yeah, you're old school, aren't you, Paul? Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I mean, if he plays, he plays. I'm not overly bothered. Um, but yeah, it, it, for me, the, the team that's kind of got us through the through the rounds deserve to, you know, their chance to to play. Have another crack, you know. And after the first team lads who have who were who were dropping out of the side from tonight, after them on the bench, we're, we're waiting in the wings. Yeah. Again, I come back to this substitute thing because it does really annoy me. I mean, we were cruising tonight. And this is a perfect chance to be resting bodies. And we made, what, three changes with about seven minutes to go. I mean, what's the point? The game was won. Yeah. There, there was no chance they were coming back. And again, we've not freshened things up. I just, I don't understand. There's so many games coming up. You think he'd be really wanting this was the perfect chance, you know, cruising, 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 bring on some fresh legs, freshen things up, rest some weary legs. But, um, yeah, seven minutes to go, it doesn't make no difference. Might as well play 90. Does my head in. Yeah, but it's one of them, it worked tonight, didn't it? So, it's hard, it's hard to be... It's tonight, but is it, are you going to pay for it next week? Yeah. Or, you know, against the better team when we blow up after 60, as we have been doing. And then somebody else 
you know, they come back in, into the game and, and a lot of stages when we're completely knackered because we played too much football. That's what I mean. I'd be trying to keep everyone as fresh as possible for as long as possible. And we seem to be doing the opposite. But, you know, I'm not I'm not a manager. I'm not a coach. I'm no, not you're a not. Coach. Thank God for that. Um, Where yeah. would we be if that was the case? <laughs> so I'm sure they know what they're doing. Anyway, shall we get into some tweets? <laughs> yes, Paul, by, by all means, let's get some tweets. Hopefully they'll be slightly more positive this evening than they were... On, uh, think, on Saturday. Yeah, Dan Tawi says, uh, shows how mad the Saturday meltdown was. Three days later, we sat two points off top. Indeed, very good yeah. point. Uh, Chris Taylor says, brilliant performance. Might be a bit wasteful in front of goal in the first half. Could have had four to five. Uh, don't think Scotty made a save, as we no, mentioned. he didn't. Dave Ridgway says, great team performance for energy and weight weight first class. I'm going to um, paraphrase, not paraphrase, uh, what's the word, shorten some of these tweets. I'm not going to read the, all of them out. Oh, please do. Because of time. Um, Denise Hayes says, probably can't add anything more to what everyone else has said. Um, so we just ask if anyone else, uh, did anyone else have to keep telling themselves that we were in our home kit? <laughs> <laughs> and I swear they were in our away kit. That never came into my mind really the, the the dark blue socks was a bit of a mystery but anyway. well, they, were, they were the away socks Paul went because yeah. South End wear white socks so we had our yes. home shirt white shirt white shorts and black socks on yeah. just one of them things isn't it yeah anyway. uh, Alistair Barrett says back to where we were a week ago just like that last didn't happen <laughs> yeah good point uh, Jimmy Dolphin says uh, first half they couldn't cope with the quality of the ball into the box just scored a few more of our dominant second half they came out to attack, but once we weathered that 15-minute storm, game was won. Scott Wilson says, uh, feared pre-Wembley banana skin. That was as comfortable as luxuriating in a bath of radox. Very nice. <laughs> nice analogy. Um, Katie Slayton says, great result. Much needed win as we head into Sunday. Two points off the top. Uh, Fletch says, uh, no, wait. Oh, that's about another thing. Uh, James Venner says, brilliant tonight. Shame we never got more goals. Scotty D looks a bit cold. <laughs> uh, Paul Waite says, the pitch was flat and we could play our passing football. See, it's not just us that are talking about these uh, the, the grassy, uh, the grassy problems. Um, Callum Dyer says, professional win. This has been our problem for a few seasons, not capitalising on easy points. Yep, they were there for the taking tonight. Uh, Hayden Absalom says, good win, another win towards promotion. Move on to the next one. He also says, also, how good is Haaland if Matt <laughs> had his hair in a hairband? I reckon they could pass as the same. Well, the, I've seen a few like, things like... Uh, a few people tweeting about his, um, his amazing goal-scoring record. What is it? He's... Scored a hundred goals in one hundred and forty-two games. Do you want me to go into my? Oh, uh, yes, Paul. But let's be honest; we can never talk about it too much, can we? Let me just get my uh, goal-scoring record up, shall we? So, um, so these from, are official stats on the internet, are they? Well, I can put them up if you want. These are ones I, I, I like. I had my old um, when I played. 
I used to play for West Kirby Wasps, and every week we'd get a, like a, a sheet with a review of the previous week's result and like directions to the you know coming week the league table. It was like a little print off, <laughs> and I'd, I, I, my dad would write down. Yeah, it literally was. I mean, dad would write down my goals from the previous week on the as you know, had the fixtures and results on it, and so I was able to like correlate them a few years ago before they end up getting thrown out. But like so. Under 10s, under 11s, under 12s, under 13s, under 14s, under 15s, and 16. So that's in seven seasons, Paul, I scored 382 goals. So, you know, Harl- when come back to me, Harland, in how many games? 142. God, what's my record there, Paul? That's an, that's an incredible record, isn't it? Yeah. Better than it is, yeah. isn't it? Well, I think you've scored about 300 more goals than he has in that time. Well, if he scored 100 goals and I've scored 382 in seven years... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What? Why aren't Why aren't people telling Same me? Same games. You've scored three hundred eighty odd goals. Yeah, that was in more than a hundred games, though. To be fair, wasn't it? I probably played. You know what? Played hundred and forty games. No, it took him one hundred and four. I think they said it took him one hundred and forty-two games to score his hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so, you played. What I'm saying is, you played probably about the same amount of games and scored three hundred eighty goals. Well, Paul, fine. Anyway. Said, Finally, you spoke some sense on this podcast. Yeah, there you go. It's, uh, <laughs> why, like, why, isn't Guardiola, why isn't Guardiola belling me? I don't care how much will Haaland cost. I'll be well cheaper than him. And I honestly think, Paul, you, you put me up front in Man City. It'd certainly be cheaper. You put me up front for Man City. I bet you can score 30 a season. Anyone could. <laughs> Literally, just stand on the edge of your box. the right place at the right time. Yeah, I'd be like De Bruyne. Just it's keep hitting me, son. Easy. It's an easy, it's an easy if, if anyone's got any contacts at City, let them know I'm available. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting in match shape again, Paul. No, well, Alan is the, uh, the women's coach. Oh, so this, this could work then. See, I'm doing yoga. I've been doing yoga every day now for three weeks. But I'm, you know, I'm doing 10 miles on the bike every day. I'm going to actually try and start running. When the footy can come back, mate, I'm going to be ready to go. And I'm a bargain. I'm available on a free transfer, for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, Martin Darko says, <laughs> looking at the league table, it's cancelled that out that terrible performance. Uh, much better against a team that have caused trouble recently. Fair point. Um, yeah, they are, they are got a good result against Forest Green and that, didn't they? But they look terrible tonight. Um, Jake Keogh's supporters club, um, the West Yorkshire SWA, says, first half excellent. And a bit flat second half. They sat deep. We were happy with possession. And soak up time. Um, it was a perfect... Here we go. It was a perfect opportunity to bring on three subs at 60 minutes. But to bring on CBT with 20 seconds left is almost demeaning the lad. Pointless change. Baffling. Well said. Well said. Um, Jacob Wilson says, terrific performance. Lewis in particular, cracking makeshift centre-forward. Phil, uh, no, dear me, Will Fiderman. Uh, much better than Saturday. Thought Feeney was absolutely excellent. Shame it wasn't four to five. Zach Hayes has much improved from Saturday. No new injuries ahead of Saturday, um, Sunday, so no complaints. Martin Olver says controlled the game well. Never looked out of the second game. Much better with Danny Lloyd inside. Feeney superb. Wallery a real threat all night. Uh, delighted for George Ray. This goes all round. <laughs> there we go. That's lovely. Uh, Steve RTOC says, such a good performance and questions need to be asked why we struggled at home. 
put fair play to Hill and the staff onto the Twin Towers. Well, they got knocked down about 20 years ago, Steve, but never mind. Uh, Kenny Clark says we blew him away first half, one at Canter. Clive Challenger, no relation to Dave, says uh, good win, get back on track. Team look switched on and everyone was miles better than Saturday. James Donnelly says dominated the game, 45 minutes of brilliance, 45 minutes of light training. That's, that's a good way of summing it up there, James. Uh, John RTOC says uh, brilliant performance, South End never a threat. Jay Spearing, brilliant today, on to Prenton Park South. SD21FC says uh, comfortable win, good to see us keeping the ball on the ground. 4 0 at the mid. Uh, the midway point wouldn't have flattered us. It wasn't like, was it? No, not at all. Dave P says 100% less shite than Saturday. <laughs> Again, another good analogy. Uh, Tom Gill says started both halves a little slow, but once we got into our room, looked leagues above South End. Uh, not a fan of possession football, but it worked an absolute treat tonight. Uh, Run column limits under 11s. Can't argue with that, about as easy it'll get in this league form. Would have had a field day. Paul TRFC says the definition of job done, very professional. Hill got his tactics spot on. Uh, a nod to the referee. And there we go, we don't get many of these. Nod to the referee, let the game flow. Ball must have been in play more than most games. Yeah, fair play. I thought he, there was a couple of ones. Kane Wallery got side down and Danny Lloyd got side down and he just said, play on, like in the second half. And I was like, what are you fucking messing? But yeah, it, it really wasn't very stop-start. There, there wasn't that many like fouls at all, really, was there? Which is, you know, highly unusual. In fact, I got the stats. Paul, how many fouls do you think there were in the entire game? Like free kicks? 15. 16 the way, so you're fucking close there. They 10 for them, 6 for us, which is insanely low for a League 2 match, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I'm a double that, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, so FC Australia says, why do we make our subs so late? This is, he's, he's on my page here. Surely using all three earlier in the second half would have been more sensible. The thing is, you get five. You get five to use. Anyway, and we don't seem to be using any of them. Anyway, <clears throat> Deck Evans says perfect professional performance, never a doubt. Solid three points on the road, two points off top. Um, on to Wembley now. No, no pressure, just enjoy it. Sam Robinson says Saturday we lose and those around us win. Tonight we win and others around us drop points. Important not to overreact to one result given the hectic schedule, long way to go. Well said there, Sam. Uh, classic Tramia. Again, follow them on Twitter. They had a whole host of videos from there. Tramia mainly getting beat at South End, they've got to say, uh, from down the years. But uh, one tonight, and sends a good, solid performance from the boys. Game one in the first half, never looked in any danger. Thought Corey looked good for his 20 seconds. Tom Davis. See, not just me. Job done early. Seems to win each game in a different way. George Ray, class again. Yeah, fair play. George Ray has been a revelation since he has, hasn't he? In the team. And fair play to him. He's obviously worked very hard to to get you know back up in back up to speed and uh, you know, get his form right. Also, fair play to him. 
Ryan McKenzie says, first half, best that we've played all season. Paul Lewis playing that more advanced role looks to give us a bit more of edge without Thorn. Uh, crossing was a different class compared to Saturday. It couldn't have been much worse. Um, Dave Holmes says, massive win, just what we need. Hopefully, we can put a shift in on Sunday, but the next game, uh, next league game on Wednesday is much more important. I agree with you there. Daniel Clausen. Oh, there's another one. Daniel Clausen. Hang your head in shame, mate. Have you not been listening to the podcast for the last few weeks? Go on, watch what you think he says. Cracking first half, we played like Brazil. Oh, not again. Why has he gone and said something like that? The case. The case is real. Solid second half. Just what your thoughts are ordered after Saturday. Hopefully, you don't have to uh, eat your words, Daniel. But, uh, yeah. Paul, can I just interject quickly? Go on. There's not many more, so... No. Is that your washing machine? Yeah, it is. Oh, for the love of... Yeah, we're doing a late late night wash. You've done so well. You've redeemed yourself. I thought you were in the clear, and then just when you think you're out, you pull it. I mean, in my defence, I mean, normally I'd be recording upstairs. We've got a little boy sleeping upstairs. So I've got to, had to do it downstairs. Uh, we need to do some washing because you know, uniforms don't wash themselves. Well, Paul, so, I know. think I speak for everyone on the podcast and who listens. Yeah, I've got the door closed. When I say, right. It can't be making that much noise. Podcast has to come first, okay? I don't care if you have to wear, if you shit yourself today and you have to wear a pair of underpants and trousers with shit in them tomorrow. I don't care if your kid gets no sleep and he's back in his first week back in school. Paul, People want a pristine audio quality podcast. They've already had to put up with your washing machine, your dryer, bloody pizza delivery man this, every three minutes. This, like, no, 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 this <laughs> is not that, no, that is not the case. They, you know people tune in to try and see how many distractions are we going to be. True, and is Jake Keogh out of prison yet? You know, they've had. I mean, disappointing that it's the washing machine again. Why isn't it something else? Yeah, I, I like, don't know what else you could have like. Um, like, I don't know, the TV, maybe. Hairdryer. Yeah. You know, an alarm clock going off, I don't know. Fingers, hey, stay, stay tuned for more. <laughs> see, so, what distraction know, will go off. In. You never know what's going <laughs> to happen next. Yeah, maybe so. we'll do a competition, see what noise will cause a distraction um, next week. Yeah, I've got my headphones in and everything. Oh, Look, no. You can't be making that much noise. Paul, I feel like I'm inside you, Zanussi. Not even I can hear you. <laughs> Anyway, right, go on. Back to the tweets. Because my voice will drown out the, 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 the nice humming noise of the washing Hope, machine. Hopefully. <laughs> Rob Denman says display back on track. There you go. Are you have a go at me? Oh, people love the cat. cat it's just coming in. People can't get enough of the cat, Treacle being on it. She, she contributes. She's contributing. I mean, we've got, we've, got, we've got to a cup final off the back of this. This is the soothing... Yeah, it's good luck, actually, isn't it? Good point. Paul, go and sit on the washing machine. And I've had a pizza tonight. Oh, anyway. typical. Unbelievable. Right. Um, just read that one. Uh, Rob Diamond says, superb display back on track. Paul Lewis putting in a Gary Jones-esque performance. Interesting comparison. But, yeah, quite similar, I guess. Uh, Ross of the Rovers says... Uh, Obviously, happy with 2 0, but the performance was more important. Polar opposites to Saturday. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, Rob Tyler says, 
brilliant way to bounce back out of Sunday's cup final. George Ray, goal machine. I think that was his first goal for the club, wasn't it? Goal machine. <laughs> no, he, he, I think he scored. He scored earlier this season. I think in, in, uh, in the group stage, didn't he? Yeah, I think. Yeah, in the composition that doesn't really matter. The poor Harper. <laughs> <laughs> um, Niall Scott says, "Great first half. Took the foot off the gas in second. Don't get the reluctance to use the subs earlier. See, people, it's not just me moaning." That washing machine is getting a bit wild. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, that treacle jumped up and like pressed. Like honestly, I'd left the cursor so close to the stop recording button, and she jumped straight onto the Mac, onto the fucking, um, you know, the pressure pad. You little. <laughs> now she's on the windowsill, like she's not done anything wrong. Typical. Yeah. This pod's fell apart, Paul, hasn't it? All of your <laughs> washing machine. Right, we'll get we'll get through this. We'll finish before ten. Good win, Matt. Good, good to be back on track. Um, but what was CBT coming on for fifteen minutes? Fifteen seconds, all about. Give the man at least 20, 20 minutes. Uh, we mentioned all that. Uh, Lee TRFC says professional performance, another win on the road, another win for the title. Okay. Uh, Flatch says normal service resumed. Morris Lloyd and the whole team great shift. Saturday's game history is a charm, I think. So I've read that completely wrong, but uh, it means Saturday's games. We can allow that. Um, and yeah, that's it. We've had a lot, I've got to say a big thank you to everyone for their feedback and. Uh, nice comments about the Wembley pod, which you may or may not have heard uh, if you're listening to this. Uh, I've done a, a Wembley. I say a Wembley pod, I mean, it's just Johnny Morrissey and Chris Malkin catching up on it for, for the rest of it. More, yeah, more just a Tramia, a Tramia classic exactly. special, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, the two legends of the club. Um, so it's a really good listen. Really, you know, laid back and relaxed chat with Johnny Morrissey and Chris Malkin so if you haven't listened to that one yet please press stop on this one because the ending's going to be rubbish on this one <laughs> you're going to watch the machine go flying out the window um, <laughs> um, so yeah press stop on this one go and listen to that one uh, ahead of Sunday's cup final uh, we did briefly talk about Wembley Inter- intermittently but uh, yeah uh, so yeah, and a big thank you to Chamber Rose Official Sports Club for their support, as always, uh, throughout the season, covering all the costs on SoundCloud, as the washing machine gets a bit louder. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go check them out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, I think. Uh, and you can see all the, uh, the retro stuff that they're bringing out. And I think the, uh, the club shop, uh, I know we don't normally pay you know, Speak about official things. But you're persona non grata, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Well, I think the yeah. club shop is open, so if anybody wants to use the club shop for anything, um, they're doing a click and collect service, I believe. Oh, so you get, you're getting quieter and quieter, and your washing machine's getting louder. <laughs> yeah. I think we should just end here. <laughs> should have wrapped it up 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I should say, you know, go and get your Wembley stuff. I'm going to be. I'm going to be hanging some of my Tramia flags out the windows and ours on Saturday. I think um, the Pete Price one. Got another couple of big Tramia ones that we had done. Have you fixed it? 
Um, no, fuck, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, leave it with me. I'll think of something. And by I mean I think of something, I'll get Tash or my mum to do it, because I'm useless with, you know, Abacan's shot in it, so... Even if it's a piece of paper, you know, it's not get, it doesn't, it, it could be as long as it doesn't rain on the weekend. Because it's only going to be, it's not getting taken anywhere, is it? So. Yeah, I'll try and take my flight out, I think, as well. So. Yeah, we should all make the effort. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to start having a few cans about midday. I think I'm going to watch, probably watch the some old Wembley highlights and ours. You know, few cans, few Australians. Might even go and get a big bottle of woodpecker, and um, yeah, just enjoy the day. Mother's Day as well, isn't it? So I'm getting the Chinese for me mum later. Mm. Let's just in, everyone. That's all we can say is enjoy the day. If we lose, we lose. Hopefully, we'll put on a decent performance. You know, it's it's no pressure, isn't it? For once, it's weird a Wembley game with no pressure. Yeah. No, it'd be it'd be a nice occasion for the club. Um, as as we mentioned on the on the, the Wembley episode. We spoke about before. I mean, it's not really the same around the fans, but you know, the you know, all we can do is enjoy it as best as we can at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, point out enjoy as well. It, and hopefully, you know, if we win, we win. Bonus. If not. Um, some sad news breaking in like after the game. I don't know if you've seen this, but um Trammy have tweeted it out as well. Uh long time fan season ticket holder Martin Decker. Uh, has passed away. Um, yeah, in I don't want to say too much, but I've, there's an article up online on Liverpool Echo saying it, it doesn't see. It seems like you know, it possibly you know, dodgy circumstances. Not on him, but like it sounds like you know, he was um, he worked for the Crown Prosecution Service. So you know, it, it sounds absolutely horrendous. And if any of his friends or family are listening, um, our thoughts and you know, wishes and love go out to them. The family of Martin Deck, who sadly passed away, I believe today or in the last few days, it's just gone public. So, yeah, sad, a sad end to the pod. But um, yeah, you know, condolences for that. Yeah, the official Trammy have just officially tweeted out condolences yeah, there. Just, so yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, um, let's bring it back up for the end. Then big day at Wembley on Saturday. I uh, sorry on Sunday. Um, we're, thir- we're fourth, two points off the top of the league. Well, just to confirm, we're not we're not going to do a pod on Sunday night. What are we not? Uh, uh, are we? I mean, are we? I mean, I don't, I don't think we are. See if we win. We could do maybe you know. See how many Australians have had as well. Probably to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, could, we can play it by ear, can't we? Um, if we feel like doing one, we can. If not, we'll, we'll do we'll do a reaction one to it. But maybe it'll be on, recorded yeah. on Monday, possibly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, see how many Australians and Woodpeckers I have. And uh, see how many white wine spritzers you have, Paul. <laughs> you think that's my my drink of choice? Well, I know I know what you drink. Trust me. <laughs> Malibu and Malibu and Tizer. <laughs> that sounds nice, actually. By the pint. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. It is two minutes past ten. Jesus, I'm off to bed. Yeah. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, at this is Trammy as well on there. Obviously, uh, leave a five-star rating, write us a little review. really helps the algorithm on Apple Podcasts. Go and follow us, subscribe to us on, on Spotify Podcasts. Um, like us, uh, follow us on SoundCloud. 
Um, obviously, follow all the socials at This Is Tramia on Twitter, the new Instagram page, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash This Is Tramia. Come give me a follow at Matt Hibbert. Follow Paul at Paul Harper 82 and Jake Keogh once he gets out of Chokey. Uh, at Jake Keogh, double H. Go and listen to the Wembley special that we put out, recorded last week, that I put that up on Sunday night, Monday morning. It is nearly two hours talking old days of Trammy with Johnny King era, with Johnny Morrissey and Chris Malkin. It really is a great listen, Paul. I don't know if you've listened back yet. Um, I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. On my, uh, on my commute to work. Yeah. So, I mean, we, yeah. we really didn't need to do much. We just let them talk, basically. Yeah. They were, they, were, they were first class. Yeah, and a huge thanks to both of them for giving up their time last Thursday um, for that. But yeah, we will hopefully see you either Sunday or Monday with a post-Wembley podcast, hopefully celebrating some silverware. If not, yeah. you know, as long as we don't get battered, it will have been a good day. Even if we do, I'll have had a few Australians, a few drinks for the first time in 12 months. So what do we do? Yeah, it'd be nice. Wonderful. Yeah, and the washing machine is finished. You'll be glad Hooray. to so. What an end. Let's go out on that note then, Paul. Um, right. Hopefully I'll be speaking to you on Sunday. Yeah. Up the Tramia. Up the fucking Tramia, boys. Let's go to Wembley. 